So we've been analyzing the Gemora in Nida, which tells us about the position of the Uber B'mei Imo and how this is a blueprint for us to follow in our Avodos Hashem. So we're going to speak out the few final points in our last week leading up to Yom Kippur. Uh, where we really want to come back to that perfect state where, of course, the Uber is described as having Ner Dolik al Rosho. He has a, uh, a light uh, burning, illuminating above his head. Ubo Mabit Misofa Olam Sofa, and he sees from one side of the world to the other. Means he has a perfect clarity, Ruach whatever you want to call it. And that's, of course, because of the fact that he is in a state of Shleimus, and in a state of Simcha, says the Maral. But, back to the, how one gets to there. So he is, we described before that his hands are on his temples. We've also described that his heels are on his, are pressed up against his back. And the missing point that we have not yet described is that his elbows are on his knees. Now, at first sight, one, one would say, well, yeah, of course. You know, the thinker, back to, we, we discussed the thinker, right? So he's got, he's a little bit presumptuous. He's got, a, a thinker has a, his fist under his chin. But when you're really thinking, then you put, you put your head between your, between your two hands. <laughs> When you know everything is on the line, like it is with our daily battle with the Eight Sahara, and then you gotta put your elbows on something, right? Otherwise, just you know, walking around holding your head—that's a different position. <laughs> um, so, so you get, so you gotta um, ground your ankles on your knees, and then, and then your knees, um, the heels, dig into wherever they go. So, so we said that. Uh, that's uh, the heels go to the backside because he's in a position of kneeling, humility, etc. Like we said last time. But there's also another incredible remez over here, I believe, and that is that the morale in a number of places explains there's a fundamental difference between a philosopher and a talmachacham. A philosopher is a person who maybe thinks very, very lofty things. We're talking about people that are discussing metaphysics and the source of everything and what, what, the highest things. But those things they can only discuss based on certain axioms and premises that they have. And those axioms and those premises are built upon other more basic foundations which ultimately come down to Teva and Olamazeh, and how this world is built, physicality. Right, Kirill, that's what you and I spoke about? Ultimately, all, all, all boils down to one plus one equals two? Remember that? Um, so, once you understand that one plus one equals two, then you extrapolate on this, and ultimately, you come to... Uh, Aristotelian philosophy, if you're smart enough. Like the Rambam says, Aristotle reached 
the pinnacle of the perfection of human intellect. Human intellect. But our knowledge is not based in that. Our knowledge is based in Nevoah, divine revelation. And that's the starting point. The starting point is the Psukim, the Nevoah. And then from there, we extrapolate and we, and we expand, and, we, and our Chochmah is built on that. So then, a thinker, his mind, in order to be stable, like we said, a tripod, in order to be able to do a really fine thinking without the jerking around of being just on one single neck, so his mind is stabilized by the neck and the two arms. But where are they stabilized on? So his two arms are on his knees. His elbows are on his knees. But what about his legs? Where are they stabilized on? And usually the answer is on the earth. If you're sitting in a chair, ultimately, all of your stability, everything is rooted in the earth. My Shein came with the Uber. With the Uber is... His elbows are on his knees, and his knees are go back, and and with the heels press up against the buttocks. So, so you you become a self-closed system, which means he has inside of himself this ner dolok that that the source is there. That his knowledge is sourced in that. And this is going to be important as we head into Yom Kippur. Because as we said before, this is not something that a person can understand. The was created before, before the, the world was created. The fact that we, through our, through our thoughts, through our, through our tfilos, can, can ascend to such realms where we can shed past experiences that we can get to a higher place. That is not something that a philosopher can say. That is a, what's called a seichel hanivdal. Thought which is transcendent. Thought which comes from a higher realm and is not mishubud to, is not subjugated to the way that this world works down here. And it's hard for us to break out of it. Like, uh, like... Like the expression that Das Balabatim is, 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 is the hefech of, of, of Das Torah. It's, it's, we live in a physical world. We live in a world where we understand how things work based on Teva. And yet, in the Torah, it all makes sense, but, but, but the axioms are different. The premises are different. The premises are that a Kodesh Borhu is the Borea Kol, he's the Kol, Baal Kol, Kochos, nothing is beyond him, even to elevate us out of our state, even in, in spite of our every bad decision. And Hashem never loses control of the situation of Klausel, even though we have Bechira, which Kiyadua, the Ramam says is an irreconcilable dichotomy, cannot be understood. But that's an axiom. And everything else makes sense. 
Just like many axioms. There's no reason why it should be this way, not that way. But that's how it is. Axioms are facts. They can't be explained. And then you build on them things that, do, that, that make sense. And then as long as it, the system works in enough situations, it explains, it has a, a powerful... Um, explanatory ability you'll give me a better term later so then that is a uh, that's a system that works so that is the that is the state that's really something that, that we can derive a state of shleimus and a state of simcha from going into going into Yom Kippur with all of our doubts with all of our fears and knowledge of our shortcomings, we have to have an Amunah Shlema, Kodesh Baruch Hu is able and will forgive us, and not just forgive us in the sense of, simple sense, but we will be purified through that forgiveness, and we will be transformed through that forgiveness. As Hashem will be Zohat of a Ner Dolak, Aroshenu, we see from one side of the world to the other. Amen.